The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the third chapter. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and do you come to me? But Jesus answered him, Let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Last week we learned about the wise men who followed a star all the way to Jerusalem searching for the new king of the Jews. But the star that led those wise men from east to west had them searching in the wrong place and for the wrong kind of king. That baby had been born in Bethlehem, not Jerusalem just as the prophet Micah had foretold. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. And now today that baby, that new king, is in the water. It is as odd for us to find Jesus in the water as it was for the wise men to find that Jesus once laid in a manger. A new king is not born for a manger any more than a new Messiah is born again in baptism prescribed for sinners. We can even suspect that for a moment the wise men might have been put off by finding the baby Jesus in such lowly circumstances. But as those words from Micah had their way with the Magi, it didn't seem so odd to find the new shepherd of Israel among his sheep. So out came the gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. But this morning... John the baptizer is not so easily convinced. After all those years in the desert, John has a very strong sense of self and purpose. And he has a prophet too, Saint Isaiah, who called for disciplined preparation as the new Messiah comes near, for straight paths, and good fruit. And if not, then there will be judgment by axe and fire. After all, John the baptizer knows a viper when he sees one. But he does not see one in Jesus. Jesus is no viper, so it does not seem right to find Jesus angling toward the water. 
Because this water, John's baptism in the Jordan River, is only for sinners. And Jesus is not a sinner. And yet, Jesus insists on being there. Like the wise men, John the baptizer is searching in the wrong place and for the wrong kind of Messiah. But like the wise men, John gets fixed by a prophet too. Not by Micah or Isaiah, but by the prophet Jesus himself. The one who came not only as king, but also as priest and prophet. At first John protests, There is no sinner's baptism for you, he says to Jesus. To which Jesus replies, No, no, let's go forward. Because we are all in this together. And this is what it takes to fulfill all righteousness. And suddenly, as Jesus' words have their way with John the baptizer, it does not seem so odd to find the salvation of Israel splashing among the Israelites in the Jordan River. But really, what is it that makes Jesus fit to swim with the sinners? It is Isaiah again, but this time from chapter 53, verse 11. My righteous servant shall justify many, for he shall bear their sins. Jesus never had any of his own sins, but today he goes down into the water to fish out the sins that float free and away from us when we are baptized. To scoop up an armload of your sins and mine, and then he bears them as if he's done them. He carries those sins as if they were his own. Up from the water, and all the way to his cross, leaving us sinless, without any sins, saved and justified, righteous, just as St. Isaiah promised. And so we do not miss the point about how God, our Heavenly Father, feels about us, and what he hopes for us, two more very striking things happen in the water. Jesus is named Son of God, and Jesus is anointed as God's suffering servant. These things are done for us in divine love, a love that is made explicit when the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of love, who is also your counselor and your advocate and your friend, when that Spirit descends from the Father 
and rests on the Son, anointing him for the work that saves us, the work of carrying our troubles all the way to his crucifixion and suffering there as our servant. And then, just to be sure that we understand what the Holy Trinity is up to, his Heavenly Father speaks from heaven. This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. The Father is pleased with the Son because his righteousness is now our righteousness. Listen to Isaiah one more time. Behold my servant whom I uphold, my chosen in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the Gentiles. Today, we are the Gentiles, and that justice is for us. It is this simple. Jesus comes up from the water with your sins, and you come up from the water without your sins. God the Father delights in him because Jesus has done his work to save you. And God the Father delights in you because you've done no work at all to save yourself. Jesus is pure giver, and you are pure getter. And so the Father praises the Son for his work. You are my beloved Son. You are my joy. In you I delight. With you I am well pleased. And that is why Jesus gets baptized. Jesus joins you in the water so that you can join him as a child of God. Tomorrow, when you wake up, no matter how you feel or what you may think about yourself, God the Father thinks that you are absolutely wonderful. So long as you are in Christ, and he loves to say to you exactly what he says to Jesus, you are my beloved son, you are my beloved daughter, you are my beloved child. You are my joy. You are my delight. With you, I am well pleased. And then you are free to go out and live where Christ lives, in the things in which God himself delights, in his straight paths, well-prepared and disciplined, in baptism, where you were joined to Jesus, in repentance that brings forgiveness, and in the Holy Supper of our Lord, where you are bodied and blooded, in holiness, the holiness that brings joy and delight to God and to others and to you yourself, and always with thanks for gifts given and gifts received in Jesus' lovely baptism. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. amen.